Ron Paul Institute for Peace and Prosperity welcomes you to Five Minutes, Five Issues. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, I'm Adam Dick, a Ron Paul Institute Senior Fellow. Let's start. Issue one. Did you know that United States drug war policy can be dictated by an international treaty? Kyle Yeager reported Monday at Marijuana Moment that a newly released letter from the United States Food and Drug Administration to the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration advises that cannabis-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, does not meet the criteria for U.S. government restrictions under any schedule of the Controlled Substances Act. However, the DEA ultimately decided last week to keep CBD in the most restrictive Schedule One and to put Epidiolex, a new FDA-approved epilepsy drug, utilizing CBD in the less restrictive Schedule 5, which allows doctor-prescribed use. Why did the DEA not follow the FDA's advice? Yeager notes that correspondence between the two agencies indicates the DEA justified its decision by pointing to obligations under a treaty, the Single Convention on Narcotic Drugs. Issue 2 Jason Ditz recounted Sunday at Antiwar.com some specifics regarding one of the ways the U.S. has played a key role in the Saudi Arabia-led war on Yemen. Ditz writes that new data from the U.S. Air Force indicates that the U.S. has conducted 2,919 sorties, offloading 92.3 million pounds of fuel to airplanes involved in the war on Yemen. Issue 3 Last week, I wrote a blog post at the Ron Paul Institute website beginning with the observation that the United States government is using every bit of technology it can grab onto to facilitate mass surveillance. In the blog post, I suggested that the U.S. government may in the future use brain implant technology to snoop on and even manipulate people's thoughts. Here is a new means of technology-assisted mass surveillance the U.S. government is planning to employ soon. Justin Vorlich wrote Monday at Quartz that the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration is planning to purchase some of those trailer-mounted speed displays you have likely seen at the side of roads, displaying the purported speed of approaching cars. But here's the catch. The DEA speed displays will also include license plate reader technology to identify cars. Vorlich further notes that some license plate readers also include facial recognition technology to identify people. Issue 4 In a guest editorial last week at the Denver Post, Bob Troyer, after stating a bunch of highly questionable sky-is-falling criticisms of marijuana legalization in Colorado, proceeds to this conclusion. Now that federal enforcement has shot down marijuana grows on federal lands, the crosshairs may appropriately shift to public harms caused by licensed businesses and their investors, particularly those who are not complying with state law or trying to use purported state compliance as a shield. Okay, an editorial says the U.S. government should increase its marijuana law enforcement in one of the first states to re-legalize recreational marijuana sales. That is often not a big deal, but in this case, it may be a big deal because Troyer is the U.S. Attorney for the District of Colorado. He has the power to follow through on increasing U.S. government enforcement of marijuana laws in the state. 
I think any major increase in enforcement would be out of step with President Trump's policy on the matter, and thus would likely be stomped out rather quickly. Still, this development is something to watch. Issue 5 In a Sunday interview with Aaron Maté at The Real News, Ron Paul Institute academic board member Lawrence Wilkerson examined relations between the U.S. and Iran. In the interview, Wilkerson, who was chief of staff for Secretary of State Colin Powell in the George W. Bush administration, suggests that President Donald Trump may, prior to the November midterm election, announce that he will be sitting down with Iran President Hassan Rouhani to negotiate a deal. Such a move, says Wilkerson, would be similar to when Trump went to Singapore for a summit with Kim Jong-un of North Korea, after Trump and Trump's administration had regularly directed strong insults and threats at North Korea. That's a wrap. Transcripts of 5 Minutes, 5 Issues episodes, including links to related information, are at the Ron Paul Institute blog.